podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Hello, this is Amy. This is Matt. Welcome to Oh My Glob Adventure Time podcast, where we talk about all things Adventure Time, starting from the beginning of the whole series and working our way through all of the episodes. It has been a blast. It has. How are you doing? I'm swell. How are you? I am mighty fine. Awesome. What did you do tonight? Well, same thing you did tonight. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> we were together, huh? <laughs> so we went to Seattle, got some Mighty fine ice cream. We came home and watched this episode. Yeah, we love Salt and Straw, which is our favorite place to eat ice cream. It's, and It pretty much ruins ice cream because it's so good. It does. It does. It's it's one of those love-hate things. Someone hands me an ice cream now. I throw it in the trash and I say, keep on stepping. <laughs> it's that good. Oh my gosh. So this episode, season one, episode three, Prisoners of Love, is our introduction to fan favorite Ice King. So this episode is directed by Larry Lichlatera and Patrick McCaleb, uh, which were the same directors from the last episodes that we watched. It was written and storyboard was done by Adam Muto and Pendleton Ward. It was released on April 12th, 2010, and there was 1.85 million viewers. Not too bad. Nope. Oh, yeah. For, and before I forget to mention, Ice King's voice is done by Tom Kenny, who you might know as SpongeBob SquarePants. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. He's been doing voice acting forever now. I'm pretty sure he did a lot of at least one or two Nicktoons in the 90s. I could be wrong, but I, I know he's been around. Oh, pfft, SpongeBob's a Nicktoon, so there we go. Good job. Good job, Matt. Winning. Okay, so on to season one, episode three. Matt, you want to tell us about what the synopsis was? Sure. So Prisoners of Love, the original title was going to be Meet the Ice King. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I like Prisoners of Love better. Yeah, me too. So Finn and Jake are sledding. They knock off a snow golem's head. It molds a new cat head and meows. Um. Also, I'd like to point out that they are sledding on a chair. Oh, oh. Like an office chair. It was red. Nice. I didn't even catch that. Mm. Then they, I think, break the chair and they just start sledding on each other. Yeah, this is the first time we see Jake being able to expand in uh, his size at yeah. will. So I think that's really cool. And it just lends itself to what what we're going to see in the future with his ability to adapt in different ways. It's also the first time when we see uh, Finn wearing a yellow sweater. Oh, I was wondering if that was like, I was like, what happened to his shirt at the end of it? I was like, why is he wearing a sweater? <laughs> like, what's happening? I'm confused. Because the Ice Kingdom's cold. They so can- they're sledding. They, they not- crash in front of the Ice King. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Who is burying a dead frog. <laughs> <laughs> Which That's I didn't so notice random. before. So he gets mad because they're in the Ice Kingdom. They pretty much tell him to back off. They get into a scuffle and he freezes them. Yeah, he's all like, this is the Ice Kingdom. It's my place. You're trespassing. Oogity boogity. So then he freezes them and puts them on a wheelbarrow and pushes them to the uh, ice castle while eating trail mix. He totally does what I do. He, like, was digging through the trail mix and was, like, finding what he liked. He, like, pulls on an almond first. He's like, nah. He's like, ooh, a yogurt chip. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's my that's my brother right there. So you're one of those people that only gets the good stuff in the trail mix, leaves all the garbage behind for other people. <laughs> so nope. it's nothing but peanuts and raisins. Yeah. Um, I actually dig for the M&Ms. I guess we know what character you relate to. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. 
they get thrown into a cell with the princesses that he's kidnapped over the last couple of weeks. In this episode, we are introduced to Slime Princess, Raggedy Princess, Wildberry Princess, Ghost Princess, and Emerald Princess, who I don't even remember. And uh, Hot Dog Princess and LSP are there too, but LSP is only there because she didn't get the invite and got jealous. Yeah. So she locked herself in the cell. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did I miss that line? Oh, wait. Jeez, Amy, get oh, your life that's together. that's another episode. I could be wrong. I apologize. So apparently I was looking at IMBD and on there they said there's a goof. So after Ice King, he's like, I brought you a little baby and a puppy. Because apparently that's all princesses want are babies and puppies. Mm-hmm. Um, he throws him, uh, Jake and Finn into into the cell and Jake asks the Ice King, why'd you capture six of them? Referring to the princesses, but there's actually seven in there. And Shelby the Snail. And Shelby the Snail, so eight. So I thought that was kind of I'm not sure funny. If I, well, if, Shelby the Snail's not a princess. No, so. but he's just there. I'm not sure if I ever told you, but Shelby the Snail is in every episode of the show. What? Yeah. We need to make a point of that. Yeah, we need to... All right, from this episode forward, we need to find Shelby the Snail and tell you where and when he appears. Yes, done. I, Can I you add him. that? Can you add that to the list? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll forget otherwise. <laughs> so the princesses tell Finn and Jake how they've been locked there for weeks, and they're forced to tell the Ice King about their quirks and favorite sports. So basically, he's forcing them all into relationships. But in his mind, he's a romantic, but he's also (laughs) completely insane. Yep, a little bit. We also know that this also shows us his obsession with kidnapping princesses. He's going to kidnap a lot of princesses in this this show. It's kind of his thing. It is. So yeah, I think it's... uh... It's pretty creepy. Gosh oh. dang it, Maverick. Cat problems. Cat problems. Hashtag cat problems. Hashtag cat uh, And so Ice King says the reason he's collecting princesses is to make sure he has the right one so he doesn't make a mistake because marriage is very important. He freezes Jake. Why does he freeze Jake? Oh, Jake has, um, he turns his hand into a key. Oh, that's right. And he freezes Jake to prevent him from using his key hand. Yep. So Finn flips out and starts flailing his noodle arms and legs through the uh, through the bars. Mm-hmm. Which I love. That's one of my favorite little animation gags in the show is the noodle arms. The noodle arms are the best arms. It's like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. So he goes to throw a flute at Ice King and it just breaks apart in midair. Yeah, it's tied together with like rope and they, or not rope, but like, like bandages <laughs> and stuff like that. And it was it was broken because they were trying to unlock the heart of an ogre. I want to see that episode. Yeah, no kidding. I want to I want to know that story. Um. Also, th- we learned that he plays a flute. Yes. Yeah, we didn't know that, but this is an ongoing thing in the series is that he does play a flute, so yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And Jake plays the viola. Oh, I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I knew that he did that because I remember seeing that in an episode. How about some Mozart? Mozart. Why do they hate ice cream so much? Ice King? Yeah. Is I it ice cream, ice cream again? No, I did not. I said <laughs> Ice King. Okay. Why do they hate Ice King so much? Because he's an obsessive creep. Well, I mean... I just feel like he gets a bad rap. He's got trauma in his life. He does. But to them, he seems he seems like a forceful old guy who's trying to make people think that he's cool. Yeah. Kind of like me. Oh, shut up. I'm no, just... stop that. I just feel bad for him, that's all. I feel bad for the ice cream. I do too. He's a tragic character. He is a tragic character. And he, you know, like, what, he has Gunter and, like, the other penguins, which we haven't met Gunter, but we know it's Gunter. But he's like, he's alone, and it just, I don't know. Yeah. It's sad. 
He's a sad just, panda. Just nobody wants anything to do with him. No, no, not at all. So he tries to keep them entertained with music. He gets a little too pushy. He's trying to force, I think, uh, Wildberry Princess to play a keyboard. And he gets all the rest of the instruments and he just starts slaying it on the drums. Yeah. And the bass drum says... Uh, number one babe. Number one babe. He's like, he's like that guy that... Didn't have a lot of friends, and so he's trying to, like, overcompensate, mm-hmm. but all, then also, like, has people kidnapped. I don't know. It's kind of... We've all met a nice king. We all have. We all have met a nice we king, all Sean. Pit- <laughs> 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 oh, oh, he's going to be so mad if he hears that. <laughs> Mace will love it. Mm. Yeah, so he leaves the room for a minute and... Uh, to fin- get more awesome stuff. Like yeah. Entertaining things. Yep. So Finn comes up with the plan to make Ice King think that they're all having fun. So he'll come into the cell and join them. Comes back and they're all partying and he's like, what's going on here? And LSP says, oh, come on in and party. So he does. Uh, he goes in, gets knocked down by Finn. All the princesses escape except two who uh, stay behind to chip Jake out of the ice. So Finn knocks him out and Ice King has a vision of floating through space naked while self-pitying. And he asks something like, why don't women like me? Why am I not fun? Or why do people not think I'm fun? Like, really? Weird. And he's naked, and yeah. all, the only thing that's covering him is this gigantic beard. And he's got a tattoo of a penguin on his butt, which I don't think ever comes back. Hmm. He's uh, he's then met by the Mystic Owl. Is that, yeah. is that what it is? Yeah, or Cosmic Owl. Cosmic Owl, thank you. And that is voiced by none other than Jeremy Shada. Yeah, Finn himself. Yeah. I had no idea. So basically he's saying, why don't women like me? And Cosmic Owl says, you're a sociopath. Because <laughs> he is. <laughs> so normally when a character has a vision of the Cosmic Owl, it's prophetic. But I guess that wasn't the case this time. I'm wondering if it was. What do you think it would be? Eh, I don't know. Um, One thing that I remember that Finn says while he's like beating him up, he's like, maybe you should talk to someone with more life experiences like Jake. And Jake's <laughs> like, yo, bro, don't pawn that crazy off on me. <laughs> So Finn and the princesses escape on Jake's back, who grows extra large and walks out of the Ice Kingdom. And Slime Princess basically tells Finn that she wants to marry him. Finn's like, Jake, get me out of this. And he's like, oh, Slime Princess, you don't want to, you don't want to marry Finn. He pees himself like all the time. She's like, oh my gosh. Put me down. Yeah, it was really funny. And then it ends there. Yeah. Jake laughing. All in all, what do you think of the episode? It's good. It's great. I like this one. I liked it way better than the first two. So when we're not doing podcasts and I'm not playing roller derby, I'm a social worker. And it's just so funny because I do a lot of diagno- diagnoses. And it's just, this is such an interesting character because he is so like, he has no sense of self. And he like, we could write a whole like paper or something on on the Ice King. and The his, psychology of the, the Ice King. Yeah, the psychology or the, the psyche of the... Of the Ice King, and I think that, you know, he he just, he struggles with who he is and, and what what it is that he's trying to do in his life, and I don't know. Like, he, he, you were saying, like, he he gets all confused almost, you know? Yeah. Like, he thinks, he's, he thinks he's awesome, he thinks he's doing the right thing, but in reality, he's just mixed up in his underwear. He has no idea what to do with himself. No. And he's, like, mean, too. He's, like... Freaky deaky when people don't do what he wants them to do and then loses control. And then self-pity is over it. Exactly. Exactly. I used to have the first two seasons on DVD. Mm-hmm. And I would just kind of watch them at the end of the night, background noise. And there were some episodes I always skipped over. And this was one of them. So Why is that? I just, it 
just didn't do it for me. But this time around, I enjoyed it a lot more. Hmm. What did you enjoy about it? Uh, Ice King. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty... It's it's an Ice King episode, and he is definitely one of my favorite characters. He's very interesting. So this early on, it seems pretty clear that they weren't planning on the Ice King's elaborate backstory that gets developed later in the series. And the writers have said that they would throw some hints of Ooh's past in an episode here and there, and it may or may not be developed later down the road. So that's how the whole post-apocalyptic setting comes into play, which ties into Ice King's past. It's an ever-evolving show. Like the first two episodes we talked about before, this was Adventure Time before it took itself even a little seriously. So they, they had n none of the plans at this point for where the series was going to be going as far as the overall story goes. Yeah, and we see that quite a bit because it is so eclectic in the in the episodes. Mm -hmm. um, these So what they would do is they would release two episodes each week. And so they were so different from each other and it was just kind of like, an episode in itself rather than telling a whole story it was hey there's this kid and his 28 year old dog and they're hanging out and having a good time and having adventures along the way um, but there the backstory wasn't quite developed or decided they hadn't decided yet to develop it yeah and it's still a very watchable show dis despite that oh yeah absolutely so what aspects of this episode do you like so a couple actually I thought that the message that marriage is really important and you have to take it seriously was really awesome. Um, he was going about it the wrong way. Absolutely. But it was really funny how this whole concept of, of marriage was such a big deal that he kidnapped women. <laughs> There's some episodes where he gets a little extreme. I'm like, what is <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> but I did think that was kind of cool. Um, again, I think we see the bond between Finn and Jake and how they're just really close and really inseparable and just best friends. And I think that's really cool. And I think it's established here that other people in the kingdom see Finn and Jake as heroic figures. Yes. Yes. So, Matt, what was your favorite quote? So my favorite quote is, so Finn says, why don't you try being cool? And Ice Cream said, no, I said ice cream. Ha, 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 ha. And, <laughs> and Ice King says, what? what? <laughs> I am the king of cool. He's like blubbering. <laughs> the Ice King, he's the king of cool. Get it? <laughs> you see what he did there? <laughs> oh, yeah. One one thing I forgot to point out. So Ice King in this episode is thin when you see him naked at the end. Other episodes, he's more heavy set, and then he'll be thin again. Uh, Pendleton Ward has said that Ice King has an eating disorder. So anyway... Fun, I think that's cool. Fun little tidbit for you. Again, I think it just shows the layers that this show has for adults. Yep. No kid's going to catch that. No. What is your favorite quote from this episode? Uh, I have to say mathematical. Finn says it. Was there another Finnism that I missed? Yeah. Wow. Mathematical. In my defense, they're so ingrained into my vocabulary now. They sure are. That I just don't think I take note of them anymore when I hear them. No. But there are some doozies to come. <laughs> Sorry for clipping the mic there. <laughs> so what is your least favorite part of this episode? Um, or aspect of the episode? My least favorite part is when he tries to force Wildberry to play the keyboard. It's actually stressful to watch. It's stressful and it's creepy and it's, he's being like, that's where like the evil manipulative side comes out and... It's it's freaky deaky and I don't I didn't care for that. Mm. How about you? Man, I need to come up with one one of these days. There will be plenty of episodes later on where it's it's a little easier. 
My least favorite aspect of this episode has got to be... Wait for it. <laughs> okay. It bugs me that Shelby the snail is in the cell in the Ice Kingdom. What is he doing there? Was he just kind of hanging out with one of the... With one of the princesses when she was kidnapped. And why is it that he couldn't get them out? Is he omnipresent? Hmm. Maybe that's going to be a big twist at the end of the series. That's why he's in every episode. He's everywhere. I don't know. I don't know either. Is he a god? Is he a god? It's it's not something that actually bothers me. Truancy affects us all. Truancy affects us all. Do your best impression of a character from this episode. Ah. I'm good at, I'm not good at these, Matt. Why do you force me to do this? You gotta do it. I don't know. How about Slime Princess? I wanna marry you, Finn. That sounds like Tree Trunk. <laughs> no, it did not. If I was gonna be Tree Trunk's like, I wanna marry you, Finn. We'll, we'll save that impression for the next episode. That's right. All right, what's your impression of the of the Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna cop out on this one. Penguins. No. No. <laughs> okay. No. Do a real one. Okay. You guys can't just scoot around on my land all willy-nilly. I can't do his voice. <laughs> That's so great. Good job, Maddie. Uh, it sounds like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> yep. What are we going to cover next week? So next week, we're going to cover... Season 1, Episode 4, called... Tree Trunks. I've so been looking forward to this one. The synopsis is Tree Trunks joins Finn and Jake who go on a quest to fulfill her desire of picking a proposed legendary crystal gem apple in an evil forest. All right. That sounds pretty fun. It's a blast. From the past. (laughs) Literally. So, so Amy, where can people find you? Um, I am on Twitter at Moxie Speaks, M-O-X-I-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. How about you? So I have a YouTube channel called Modern Horror Show where I review and recommend newer horror movies. And uh, if you want to contact us about the podcast, our email is ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ohmyglobpodcast. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. And please do. Yeah, we'd love the feedback so we can make changes or do things a little bit differently to help you, our listeners, enjoy the show. Give us five stars and we will give you money from our wallets. I'm joking. That's not going to happen. But we would very much appreciate. We'll give you, shower you with admiration. And also, we would love to read some comments on the show. Absolutely. So yeah, thank you for listening and hope that you have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Bye.